Welcome to the Manchild Chronicles podcast, Sports Edition. Come join our team of armchair quarterbacks as we discuss, dissect, and debate all that sports had to offer this week. Let's welcome our hosts, Ryan, John, Mike, and Jay. Growing up never took so long. Hey, welcome in cronies to the Manchild Chronicles podcast, Sports Edition. I'm your host, Ryan, here with my two best friends, John and Jay. Tonight, we're going to cover some conference championships, and we're going to do a sneak peek of teams' needs for next year. Man, we just got done watching the Chiefs-Bengals game. Woo! I haven't. I haven't even asked Jay hardly any questions. I just, I'm just very happy for him right now. I'm so happy for him. But I, Jay is a huge Chiefs fan, so I want to hear it straight from his mouth. How does it feel to be back in the Super Bowl? Oh, man. Feels unbelievable, Ryan. Uh, I don't know. I texted you at like nine minutes left in the game and said, yep, we're done. <laughs> That's just <laughs> My faith was completely gone. And we can get into all those details later. But, yeah, I was just, oh, I was so mad. Uh, what an intense game. I can't believe it. Came back down to just three points. Chiefs are in. Oh, I'm so excited. I you know. Threw. Oh, by the way, you guys see this hat? Channing asked for a hat. Um, so this one's a little tight. I'm not going to wear it all night. My wife said, all right, I'll make you a Chiefs hat. So she knitted this Chiefs hat today. Got the got the Chiefs on there and everything. And I'm like, this is the hat that brought us the victory. Thanks, babe. She did it for us. I really wish she would have missed the eye. And then you pointed <laughs> it out and she went great googly moogly. <laughs> but let's get, get to that game. Chiefs oh. won 23-20, beating the Bengals. Chiefs come out to a commanding lead to start. Bengals come back. The Chiefs had their 12th man. And without their help and the 13th man, the referees, they never would have won that game. What go a performance. refs, go. Go refs, go. They won that game for the Chiefs. It was amazing. It's always a great feeling when the refs are on your side yeah. to get that victory. And it was <laughs> phenomenal, man. I, I, there, were, there were plenty of calls against the Chiefs. I'm not going to sit here and say it's just because of the refs. What are you talking about? <laughs> I would say it's like a 70% reason why, because of the refs. <laughs> <laughs> but, they, I mean, she said everything against him going to this game. Patrick Mahomes had a bum ankle, right? Uh, going Travis Kelsey, back spasms on Friday after practice was up until an hour before game time, probably when he got his shot, that he might not <laughs> even play. And not only did he play, he had to play the whole game because they lost – one receiver, another receiver. They were down to three wide receivers, so they had to play two and three tight end sets or put Kelsey out at wide receiver just to get an offense out there. Yeah, it was pretty crazy, but they uh, – they, and Patrick Mahomes battled through that ankle, bothered him a little bit, but he played pretty good. They, the, But who won in the game, in my opinion? Chris Jones on the defense. Yep. Yes. That guy is a monster. Without him, that defense is terrible. I didn't so realize good. going into this game, Chris Jones had never had a sack in the postseason. Really? He took and care of that so tonight. He took care of that tonight with two sacks on Joe Burrow. 
what happened? I didn't get to read it. I saw an art like before the game. It said worst news for the Bengals O line. What happened to the Bengals O line before the game? Because Joe Burrow was sacked how many times? Eight times? No, I think five. He was stacked, sacked five times. It was more than five. Last game. I, I could be wrong, but I think somebody in the last game got hurt, so they had to shuffle some things around on their offensive line. But people get hurt. I mean, you got to play through it. Chiefs got Chiefs had a whole bunch of injuries. Didn't affect them that much. I mean, the way the game played out, it was two minutes left. Joe Burrow gets the ball again. And all game, Dirty Joe and the boys, you know, they've had their moments of weakness, but they've had their moments of greatness as well. And the Higgins touchdown and the throws oh. they were making were just phenomenal, man. He had a throw that was so on the point, it bounced off of Jamar Chase's helmet, but he couldn't <laughs> see it quick enough yep. to get the big catch. I mean, Dirty I was waiting Joe, for man. the uh, concussion protocol to get announced. Yeah. I'm like, hey, he got hit in the head. <laughs> yeah. Someone take him out of the game. Take him out of the game. I was begging the medical professional, stop the game, take him out. I mean, just Dirty Joe and the boys, man. He's just, just such a good team. It's going to be cool to see how they keep moving forward here in the upcoming seasons. But I was just blown away by the Chiefs' resilience and how they just kept fighting and how – Every time they were getting knocked down, they just kept getting back up. So it's like two minutes left in the game. I'm like, great. Joe Burrow's going to go down the field, get a field yep. goal. They're in the Super Bowl. It's over. I'm freaking mad. And all of a sudden, boom, Chris Jones, like you said, that monster sack that just puts him down. And then the intentional grounding call, which I agree was the correct call. Yes, The intentional it was. grounding was the correct call. Uh, but during that game – well, what bothered me was the reset down where yeah. it was 39 and the Chiefs throw it and it's fourth and four. And then the refs come out and they go, oh, wait, we blew that play dead. So uh, this go was again, the Chiefs. second time. <laughs> this was the second time in the Chiefs game that no one could hear the whistle blowing the play dead. That's how loud Chiefs stadium is. I don't know how loud it got tonight. I know the record, if you don't know, is 142.8 decibels. That's louder than a jet engine taking off. That is how loud the Chiefs stadium is. You couldn't hear them blowing the whistle dead. John, did you see? They showed a replay of that. The refs were running on the field to stop the play, and they couldn't get anyone's attention, so then they just had to back off because they didn't want to get hurt. Did you see that? Yeah, the refs need to get in there and tackle somebody with a football <laughs> and stop the game. I mean, that's unfair to the Bengals. It's not unfair, <laughs> it, but it's it is what it is. Like they, no one can hear them. Like how crazy is that? Blowing your whistle as loud as you can, no one can hear. I thought oh, the man. stadium got renamed to uh, Burrowhead this week. Burrowhead. Oh <laughs> man, I was so fired up this week with how much disrespect I just felt from the Bengals and from everybody and the Chiefs are the underdogs. They can't win this and it's Burrowhead Stadium and I'm just like, "Oh my gosh, I am just praying Patrick Mahomes is half as mad as me cuz he doesn't ever seem like he's mad or has a chip on his shoulder." I'll tell you who was mad and had a chip on their shoulder. Go back and listen to the post game and listen to what Chris Jones had to say when they mentioned Burrowhead. Boy, did he go off on camera. Did he, he really? Was, yeah, oh, it was great. It was awesome. great. You well, have to go back and was that it. the mayor of Cincinnati who called it Burrowhead, or what was was that what he said? I think it was their mascot. 
I thought. Was there a was the, it was the mayor. It was the mayor. The mayor. It was the mayor yeah. of Cincinnati. He said bear, then, but it was yeah. mayor. Yeah, that made. That and then during sense. the uh, post game, Jay, since, since you missed it, um, Travis Kelsey gets up on the mic and he goes to the mayor of Cincinnati, "Know your role and shut your mouth, you jabroni." <laughs> yeah, that's what, it. Was yes. Kelsey, not Chris Jones? <laughs> yes. Yeah. And he goes, Do you? Then he goes to the best line of all time: "You gotta fight for your right to Lombardi." <laughs> Yes, so good, so good. I I was gonna say because I know Chris Jones was mad. He was talking before the game. He has held on to losing that AFC Championship since last year. So I know Chris Jones has just been. It's been eating him that he missed uh, a couple key sacks last year, and man, he came through. I'm just oh, I'm so pumped. Kelsey, how many catches did he end up getting? Like eight or nine? He still did pretty good. Uh, se- seven, seven catches, seventy-eight seven. yards, and a touchdown. Man, even but, with uh, a back, the, but did, he didn't even get one in the fourth quarter, did he? I think it was no. He had one in the fourth quarter. Oh, he had man. a big, he had a big first down in the fourth quarter. But the uh, the big man that they paid money to this offseason that didn't do jack squat all year, Marquez Valdez Scantling. Oh, Scantling! Oh, thank big you. Big <laughs> time catches, six catches, one hundred sixteen yards, and a touchdown. And, oh, man, they would have been nothing without him tonight. Man, Scantling, that. he had to step up. Someone had to step up. I, I, at one point, I was like, where is Juju? And they're like, oh, he's hurt. Yep. And I'm like, but Tony's hurt. Juju, who's even out there? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and it's like, well, we have Sky Moore, we have Kemp, and we have um, MVS. That's it. I'm like, <laughs> okay. Like, Watson was hurt. I'm like, this is so dumb. Yeah, they had hardly anybody. I mean, Mahomes for playing with a high ankle sprain looked really good still, in all honesty. The way he was moving around the pocket and stepping up, it was amazing. Some of those throws he he was making, some of the throws were on point beautiful, and then some of the throws were full-on risk. What are you doing, man? (laughs) Like, just blowing minds. I was so – on that one play, it was right before they had to punt it in the fourth quarter for whatever time. And they had MVS wide open on that um, cross um, yeah. slant play, and he threw it right behind him. And I just, oh, I was so mad. But he is—you could tell—he he isn't able to plant his foot and get the right angle. Like, oh, it sucked. Let's Good go to thing other- to get a week of rest. No, Ryan, we're not even close to being done with the Chiefs game. Don't you dare try to transition away. How dare you? Good thing to get a week of rest because that Chiefs team is going to need a week of rest and recovery for sure. Oh, my gosh. All right. You're right. Did you guys see the Eagles? Oh, what happened? Oh. All right. Eagles, Niners. This uh, Eagles beat the Niners pretty handily today, 31-7. to The Eagles came out. They're always hot in the first quarter. Came and scored a touchdown right away. 49ers first possession. I think it was a third down play. Or se- I, was it third or second? Purdy third threw down. the ball. Got it or got it knocked out of his hand. Fumbled it. Hit it with his other arm going forward. They recovered it. But he hurt his elbow. Um, actually had a, I forget what it's called, like a lunar or some injury. Um he was out. Josh Johnson, who's on his 14th team, come in there, their fourth-string quarterback. Uh, and then a couple of series later, he gets concussed. 
so they bring Brock Purdy back in. Very disappointed they didn't bring CMC in there because he didn't even th- – he threw the ball. No, he threw it maybe twice, two or three times. So the rest he was four same. for four for the day. Yep, yeah. yep, that's it. Because he couldn't throw it. He had – his elbow was like – like I tore a tendon in my elbow. That's pretty much – and you don't have hardly any strength in that arm. That's pretty much what his arm was like uh, Dude, for that game. I mean, the entire it was the entire game, though. Like, right away, within the first minute, it looked like Fred Ward broke his collarbone and he's gone. Yep. And he, he didn't – I don't think he came back till the second half. Mm-hmm. And then you get – um, Brock Purdy, he's hurt. Then you have several plays where Nick Bosa's on the sideline and he's hurt. You're just watching the Niners completely fall apart. And the Eagles just were soaring high. Jalen Hurts didn't have to do much, uh, ran one in. But, I mean, the Eagles just, they look like the Niners. What 12-game win streak? What what amazing team are you talking about? They just destroyed them. Just destroyed them. They, their defensive line. Just dominate. 49ers offensive line is supposed to be so good. They just dominated them the whole, in the backfield the whole time. It's easy to destroy somebody when you take the whole offense playbook <laughs> out the window. They had no offensive they playbook. You they put didn't. in Josh nope. Johnson, and then he gets out after a couple series. You get no momentum. You have no offense. All you can do is hand the ball off and, and throw little screen passes. I mean, no wonder the Eagles are going to look so dominated. Yep. They are it's, a good team, but come on, man. It's been a cupcake walk for them this year. They literally, all they had to do was beat the Giants, which they were like the what is so hard about that? And then the Niners fall apart in two minutes, and they're like, okay, and they just run all over them. So I'm really hoping they don't prep at all because they're like, the luck is just going to keep this. happening. Yeah, we, we got, got this. this. Look how bad, bad we – you know, Jimmy Garoppolo was very, very close to you suiting up for this game, and they decided not to suit him up. Oh, I idiots. bet they regret that decision. Oh, idiots. Because so, if he was in there, it could have been a game um, if they could actually throw the ball, and he could have been able to do that. And he wins. Well, he wins one of the too. funniest text messages I've seen all season was when you said, the Niners should trade for Minshew right now for two yes. first-round picks. <laughs> Eagles have Gardner, have Gardner Minshew <laughs> come on over to the Niners. Go ahead and put this Niners jersey on. Here's the playbook. Come on, buddy. Imagine if they, did, if they allowed that. That'd be so awesome. You guys, if you guys want Gardner Minshew, we're up We're going to give you a scores. washing machine and 2500 <laughs> cash. Let Gardner come over right now. <laughs> like, I mean, Would you sell your soul me, for that? Yeah. What killed me about the game the whole game was that first drive by the philadelphia eagles and they're marching down the field it's fourth and something they're going to be aggressive they're going to go for it and they throw that pass up for Devonte smith and he reaches out with one arm looks like he pulls in a clear clean cut catch and it, it looks like it's a catch from you know the camera angles they showed from how fast it went but the eagles get right back to the line and they snap it and they go why would they not call a timeout i don't know say, Let's just make sure. Like I don't call, know. Call a timeout. Watch your cameras and say, "Okay, it was it a catch." It clearly was Move not on. a catch. Like it's I get you don't want to pull out catch. your. I get you don't want to pull pull out your challenge flag and throw it. You know, but in that kind of a momentum type of play, you have to call a timeout and at least establish if it's a catch or not. If you're on that, on the San Francisco sideline. Hey, it's the last game of the year. You can't hold nothing back, right? Like you have I w- to at least do it. <laughs> I was wondering. Uh, 
I was wondering like what the what the plan was from the Niners, but it, or like if that touchdown was going to have a, a real big effect on the game. It didn't <laughs> take that touchdown away. The Eagles still win. No, the but Niners you, surprisingly. It's the held butterfly on. effect, Jay. Jay it's the butterfly, butterfly effect. effect. I know. I know. If the that Ni- doesn't happen, who knows? Brock Purdy might not get that huge hit on them. No, it's, like, like, it's like game. it's like the movie Hot Tub Time Machine when he makes that bet in that squirrel they puked on. <laughs> <laughs> Runs out of the field. John Elway never made the comeback <laughs> against the Browns. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, like, I, I was wondering, like, because for a while, this game didn't get super out of hand until the final minute of the second quarter yes. when the Eagles scored two touchdowns. So for the whole second quarter, I thought, man, they should have they should have not let that first touchdown happen. What They could have still been in this. And then all of a sudden... Uh, Miles Sanders runs a touchdown in. Josh Johnson gets the ball, fumbles it, and then the Eagles run another one in, all yep. in the last minute of that <laughs> second half. And I'm like, well, that's the game. Yeah, I, wasn't, the game. I wasn't really hyped for the matchup, so I really wasn't like too hyped up on it. Eagles 49ers, I don't know why. But I might have pre-gamed a little. I was hugely hyped. <laughs> I might have pre- pre-gamed a little too hard and ate a little too much because I had a full <laughs> belly there. And I see the CMC touchdown to make it seven to seven, where he and breaks. Well, three, by the way, let's where, not just where he breaks over. three tackles oh, yeah. and <sighs> bounces off two defenders and runs Dude. into the end zone. I'm like, CMC is going to win this game. This is phenomenal. But then the next thing I know, I wake up because I fell asleep on my chair, and I wake <laughs> up and the score is now twenty one to seven. I'm like, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> what happened? I blacked out. <laughs> I blacked out. What's going on? Mom, I think I missed the school bus. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> that CMC run, man, that reminds me of you you know, I didn't we didn't get to grow up watching Walter Payton. We just get to see those highlights, but that that was the way he ran all the time and that was what God, he just broke every tackle. Mm-hmm. Just I mean, two, three be- guys hanging on him, he just mm-hmm. Burst out of them. It was, oh, but it, was it, it wasn't even like if if you didn't get to see the play, it wasn't like people were just grabbing for him and he was breaking free. He had two guys like bulldoze into him yep. like a cannonball, yep. and he just absorbed it, stayed on his feet, and kept running. It was incredible. That's called I, the uh, Mike Tyson counterpunch, man. <laughs> at what point is Kyle Shanahan going, why am I not just going to let McCaffrey and Debo run this thing? Guys, here's the playbook. Well, that's what he had here's to do. Wildcat. <laughs> run it. Let them run the Wildcat. Because they obviously have didn't fun. have any Wildcat in their playbook to yep. run. <laughs> oh, stupid. But they didn't have it. I, I don't know. It's just you can't prepare for that to happen. I mean, what are the odds that that happens? In a game, like you don't prepare for that. Well, it's, if I'm preparing, now you will next year, but this year you won't. All you had was Brock Purdy and Josh Johnson. I would have had some McCaffrey plays. Oh, I, so dumb. You just needed one game to spark it, man. That's all you needed one play to spark it. So it's going to be Kansas City, Philadelphia Eagles, Andy Reid get to play his old team. We're not going to get in-depth on a breakdown. We're going to do that next week's episode. Okay. And really break down the game, uh, make our picks, um, everything. Yeah, I'm too hyped right show. now. I'm going to, as of right now, Chiefs win everything. Chiefs <laughs> we'll get, all the way. Yeah, we'll get some I'm of the prop, so biggest prop bets out there. We'll, yeah, we'll I, have I a need fun to discussion. Down. I need to calm down. But it's going to be a, it's going to be a fun Super Bowl. The two number one seeds, that doesn't happen very often. Going head-to-head uh, should be fun. It does not. 
But tonight, we are going to go through, to finish the night off, and we're going to go through uh, some teams here for the NFL and do a preview for next year on what we think they should do in the offseason and what could happen in their offseasons. So what do you guys want to do? You want to do AFC or NFC here? Let's do the NFC. NFC it is. All right. We'll start with the uh, NFC East. Washington Commanders. Oh, first off, get rid of the owner. Get rid of the coaches. <laughs> get rid of all the players. <laughs> find a new location to go play football and reinvent yourself as a new franchise. That is what they need to do to get the ball rolling again in Washington. They are as corrupt as Washington. That is a corrupt <laughs> team. I'll tell you what. They're right in the swamp of it. That's where they need to be. They're not getting rid of their coach. The owner is going to be gone. Um, he's pretty much already gone. What are they doing at quarterback? They got Carson Wentz. They got Taylor Heineke. They're in rumors to make trades to try to get one of the free agents out there, Carr or Garoppolo, uh, maybe even draft another quarterback. Uh, they do Matt have a lot Ryan. of time. Matt Ryan will yeah. be the starter. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> they paid a lot of money. They, they made a terrible trade last year for Carson Wentz. Uh, so they. Can't I could really see a car type quarterback going that route. To be honest with you, maybe even Jimmy. Uh, I can see a quarterback landing in Washington because for some reason they have managed to get the mid tier quarterbacks. You know, they've never been able to get the best. Like when yeah. they got Alex Smith before he got hurt. So they've always been able to get the mid tier quarterbacks. I just don't know if it's the quarterback that is the issue in Washington. It's they. They got a pretty good team, you know. They their team isn't their defense isn't that bad. They got weapons on the outside. They got two okay running backs or offensive. I mean, they went average. they went for people who don't you know, there's some sports fans who really don't follow other sports teams, they only follow their team. They went eight, eight and eight this season, went with a tie. It's not like eight, they had eight a, and eight. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I said they went eight and eight with a tie. With oh, a tie. I heard eight, eight and eight. I was like, wow. I also heard eight that. and I also eight heard with that. a tie. Okay, uh, I got you. So for fans who, do, who who don't pay attention, they didn't have a terrible season by any means. They just didn't have a very consistent season. Um, they have to figure out with, offense. Yeah, a lot had to do with the quarterback. Um, and uh, Ron Rivera's past his time. I don't think he's a very good coach. I, I think he I, needs to be gone. I know people. I, I don't know what, what my problem is. I like Taylor Heineke. He led them literally 7-1 and one when he was the starting quarterback. So if they're 8-8, eight and eight, seven of those wins were because of Taylor Heineke. And that dude, he has so much swagger and hype, and he plays well, and the team likes him. I don't understand what, what the problem is. He has so, no draft capital, and... <laughs> They all that money invested in Carson Wentz, and he's not flashy. I mean, just how it is in the NFL. Because you're not going to win a Super Bowl with Taylor Heineke. That's the facts. Taylor Heineke will not win you a Super Bowl. He's he's a he's a poor man's Jimmy Garoppolo or a poor man's Kirk Cousin. No, he's a young Jimmy Garoppolo. That's what he is. Yeah. Well, run with young Jimmy. Get a team around that kid. I mean, (laughs) they have a team. I like Taylor Heineke. Yeah, but they won't. Coach. They won't. They have, but that's the problem. I think so it's the coaching staff. Yep. So um, you're saying let's trade Taylor Heineke for Patrick Mahomes? You'd be cool with that? 
No. John, what why? What's wrong with you? You can't. Don't throw out stupid stuff. Trying to. Well, think what you're you smart. just said was stupid. It's not stupid. Like Taylor Heineke. Has I think this that franchise should have this quarterback who I don't want on my favorite team in the NFL. That's a great idea. John, who else are they going to go get? Derek Carr ain't the freaking answer. J- Old Jimmy Garoppolo ain't the freaking answer. Get rid of Carson Wentz. Keep running with Taylor. If you can take Brock Purdy in the seventh round and have him put up better results than Taylor Heineke, there's your answer. Find him. He's out there. I I agree. Find him. But I would start the season with Taylor Heineke and hopefully draft. Why are we spending eight minutes talking about the commanders? (laughs) I don't know. Nobody likes the commanders on this podcast. Let's move on to the next. You won't even let me say my take. You get mad. You want to fight me. You're dumb. Let's go, Chiefs. (laughs) (laughs) Fact of the matter is Washington is the worst team in the division. They're a dumpster fire. And they're going to stay that way next year. They actually have a good team. They don't have a good coach. They don't have the right quarterback to do what they need to do. And they got way too much money tied up in Carson Wentz. So they're just not going to be good for a while. Go to the next team. New York Giants. Great year for them. Brought in a coach, Brian Dable. But they got a lot of offseason questions. Are they going to bring Daniel Jones back? Are they going to bring Saquon Barkley back? What I mean, those are the two biggest things there they got the coach i think they got uh an offensive line they have no receivers what are they going to do there um nine and seven made the playoffs as a seven seed but a lot of question marks going into next year but didn't they uh, start like eight and oh <laughs> and then they yeah. could only win one more game like first yeah, off good. first off they got to bring back danny dimes they got to bring back saquon they got to bring in some receivers with speed and talent, and they have to get a better secondary. If they can do those four things, they'll have either just as good or even better season next year. With they, what money? How are they going to afford all that? They got to pay Saquon a yep. lot. He's going to be one of the top paid running backs in the league if they bring him back. And they, if, if they, they're probably going to bring back Daniel Jones, I'm guessing, because there's really nothing else out there. But if they don't bring in a big time wide receiver to help him, it ain't they're gonna be what they were this year. Yep. Good coach team that barely makes the playoffs. I in my opinion, I don't think I think they should bring Saquon back, but where their team sits, I don't think they can bring him back. Because I don't think they can tie that much money up in a running I back. if I was them, it has not has I wanna say get rid of Danny Dimes and bring back Barkley. But for the long term, it doesn't make sense. No. Nope. Look look how Dallas, when they gave Ezekiel all that money, teams that give a lot of money to running backs like that, it doesn't usually pay off. And you can get running backs in a draft in the second, yeah. third round. Yeah. I, I As much as I love Saquon Barkley, I would not pay him the amount of money that uh, he's going to command. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll go to the Dallas Cowboys. They're in flux right now. They made the playoffs. They went twelve and five. They had a you know pretty up and down year. They looked great at times. They looked terrible at times. Dak got hurt at the beginning of the season. Looked great for a while. Had a bad game in the playoffs, and everybody thinks they should cut him. They used their offensive coordinator, who's probably one of the best offensive coordinators in the league, and they cut him. He was their scapegoat for Mike McCarthy, who is now going to take the plays. So I'm going to make an early prediction and say the Dallas Cowboys will finish 
uh, last in the division next year <laughs> behind the Washington Commanders. Wow. Uh, I'm going to make the prediction Mike terrible, that dude. Mike McCarthy will be fired mid-season next year. Oof. That's predi- that doesn't happen very often in the NFL. That is my prediction. He will be a mid-season firing. Uh, free agent-wise, Tony Pollard's their biggest one, and they will, I doubt, well, he got injured, um, so that's going to hurt his free agent value, but I don't Broke I think his he's going to get. Right? Yeah, but I think he's yeah. going to get money somewhere else, and he's going to go take the bag and get uh, some money. Well, at least they still have Ezekiel Elliott who can play center. Yep. That's right. <laughs> Best offensive lineman in the league. And he is not that good anymore. Uh, they're going to be hurting if they lose Pollard. He was pretty much their they retained, best offensive weapon. They retained Dan Quinn, which is huge for them. I think yes. that's going to help him out. He's a great defensive coordinator. Um, he chose to stay there. And, um, yeah, because he's he going to be at Mike McCarthy's coach. job next midseason. He knows that. <laughs> <laughs> and he knows it. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how they go. They really don't have enough cap room, I think, to do a lot during the offseason um, at all. So they're going to have to be focusing on uh, young talent and building in the drafts. So we'll see what Jer- Jerry Jones does. Uh, Jer- they asked Jerry Jones after that playoff loss. He was he said Mike McCarthy, he's not making a change yet, coach, but he would not answer quarterback. I thought that was very interesting. Hmm. I can't see him moving on from Dak, but maybe he goes to Washington. <laughs> Jerry, we will take Dak uh, Prescott in New York. I will gladly take him. <laughs> oh, man, he would be so good on the Jets. Oh, I would love to have him. Oh. Uh, the next team, Philadelphia, they're going to the Super Bowl. To, to on- lose. Honestly, this team is set up <laughs> so freaking good for next year. The only free agent I know of any importance for them that they – probably won't sign is Miles Sanders, but I think Kenneth Gainwell is a great backup, and they can draft Kenneth back. Gainwell here. <laughs> but they're set. I mean, they're set up. Their cap is good because uh, Jalen Hurts isn't making a ton of money. They're going to nope. be able – people are going to want to go play there even more yep. now. I mean, that team is just – they're so they're just deep. They're they're gonna be good again. Next Let's year. bring some drama. Jalen Hurts. He says, "I want my extension now." He won't ask Ooh. for it. You so don't see year. anything like nope. that going. Nope. nope. Next year he huh. will. He won't this year though. Hmm. He's huh. only gonna be going into his third year. Typically, okay. quarterbacks don't until they go into their fourth year because they don't want to risk. The I hear you, but if year. I I just took you to the Super Bowl. I know to lose. The problem um, they with could. the Philadelphia Eagles guys is they're going to come into the Super Bowl, they're going to get their butts whooped by the Chiefs, and then they are going to be able to regain their composure, and they're the next year's L.A. Rams. That's my prediction for the <laughs> Philadelphia Eagles. If they lose their – Jalen Hurts gets hurt in yes. Bold predictions. Yeah. Bold predictions by John. <laughs> I don't have much more takes on Philly. I just think they're set up really good for the next couple years. All right, we'll go to the NFC North, the Chicago Bears. The Bears. They got a lot of questions. Um, <laughs> they have the first pick in the draft, which they could take a court. So there's a lot of controversy right now if they're going to trade Justin Fields. And I was about to say, I pick. read this past week, they're debating on trading Justin Fields mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. get more draft capital, and then they're drafting a different quarterback, number one. I was. It, what's the Ryan? I know you talk to the Bears. What's the validity of this? It's 
it's I'm there. I guarantee they're taking phone calls on it because the uh, there's a good quarterback coming out this year at number one. So if they can get him and a whole bunch of, I mean, they can improve a lot on their team with draft picks. Um, they're either probably trading that first pick or they're trading Justin Fields. One of those two things are going to happen. Who, and, who are you taking that quarterback at number one, Ryan? Um, I knew you were going to ask me that. I got the Kentucky here. guy, John. No. John knows his quarterbacks. I mean, he he had Brock Purdy scheduled to go in the second yeah. round last year. Yeah, he was number two in my mock draft on the quarterback rankings. Actually, I'll tell you here in one second. Anyways, I think the Bears. Bryce Young. Bryce Young is the uh, number one by Bryce far. Young from Alabama. Yep. yep. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Keep Justin Fields. <laughs> him and C- him and C.J. Stroud are number one and uh, no. number two. Kentucky kids number one. That's who they project uh, Indianapolis to take. Is that Kentucky kid? But uh, anyways, that was the debate right there. Uh, as far as needs, they need a lot. They don't have – they need a number one receiver. Um, they need an offensive line. They need a defensive line. They need linebackers. They need corners. They need safeties. The, <laughs> they problem, need <laughs> the problem with the Bears is they have set this up to need a lot with their cap room. They have a lot of cap room. They, they've, they've planned this, in all honesty. Yep. But now you have to have the pieces fall to you. So they had that number one pick fall to them. So now they have to figure out how they want to get it rolling. You know, Do we want to keep building our offense around Justin Fields? Or do we want to keep building our offense around more of a tr- traditional type of quarterback? Because even though Fields had some flashes of greatness, he is not a traditional type of quarterback that you can just plug and play in any system. You have to have a Justin Fields system. So they have to figure that out uh, to move on. I would trade away the number one pick because you can probably get yep. another pick in the top five in all honesty. Yep. I would trade it away, get a pick in the top five, and just see how I want to build build my offense there if the head coach and the gm believes in fields they will build an offense around them if they don't then just cut ties now while he's still young and young and hot and gonna get you a lot of trade commodities yeah they can get multiple picks this year and probably another first next year with just trading that first round pick so jay you got any takes on chicago nope you guys nailed it all right, next team, the Green Bay Packers. A lot going on with this team right now. What are they going to do at quarterback? Sounds like they're looking to trade Aaron Rodgers to an AFC team. Who are they going to trade him to? New York Jets. Uh, <laughs> New York Jets or the Raiders are <laughs> New York Jets and Raiders are the two teams that keep coming up for a destination for him. Uh, as far as the rest of the team goes. They still need another wide receiver. They need help on the offensive line. They need help on the defensive line. I have to ask, did Brett Favre go to the Jets first? Yes, he did. He went to the Jets. Would this be, be, (laughs) Ryan, is this what you want? Like, (laughs) Green Bay, you are, (laughs) you just make our team, you are our farm system for old quarterbacks. (laughs) Keep farming them up for us. I can't wait to get Jordan Love in 14 years and bring it on. Yeah, if he goes to the Jets and then the next year goes to the Vikings, that would be pretty crazy. But if you look at... Uh, Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers' careers, if he ends up going to the Jets, 
it's very similar to that Abraham Lincoln, John F. Kennedy stuff. A lot it of the stuff is, is, is like very so similar. The yards, the attempts, the, 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 the their last itself, game, gentlemen. the weather of their last game is exactly the same. It's just it's super weird. It's so weird. It's a little too weird. Like, who keeps writing this script? And why do we keep, like, not seeing it till right now? (laughs) Who's writing this? You know, when Brett Favre went to the Jets, they started out really good that year. And he got hurt. Really good. Yeah, Yeah, I remember. He hurt his shoulder, and he had no zip on the ball the last half of the year. But they started out super hot that year. And then he had no zip on the ball. He only signed a one-year deal. Then he went to the Vikings. looked amazing that one year he was with Oh, them. he looked so good with the Vikings. It was their two years. Not one year he looked amazing. Two years. Yeah. Yeah, because they went to the – that was the headhunting game. That yep. AMC championship. Yep. Um, so they're probably – my guess is they're going to trade Aaron Rodgers in the Jordan Love era. will probably start. They're probably going to draft – they're probably going to – just despite Aaron Rodgers' draft, move oh, up in the draft and draft wide a wide receiver. receiver. <laughs> yep, top ten pick. They'll move up in the draft. Um, and my guess is Aaron Rodgers will probably go to the Jets. Is my guess because the Jets are trying to set everything up to get him. It looks like. Man, if I, we're going to preview the Jets next week, okay? Do the Packers take Zach Wilson? Part of that trade, they well, I think that's another reason they want Aaron Rodgers in New York is because him and Zach Wilson have a very good relationship, and I my guess is they're thinking they can have Rodgers for a year or two and have Zach sit behind him and get better. John, John, no, they give Flacco, yeah, give Flacco to the Packers, <laughs> or they can have Mike White if we get Aaron Rodgers. But the uh, I think the Packers are going to be. Bad rebuilding. Year. They're, They're rebuilding. Gonna be, they might be worse than the Bears next year. I don't know if they'll be worse than the Bears, but they are going to be rebuilding. All depends on quarterback play, really. We'll go to the uh, America's favorite team, Detroit Lions. They are set up beautifully. They got picks. They got money. They got a great young nucleus, a coach that will bite your kneecaps off. Team yep. loves to play for him. I think this is going to be the team of the division next year, in my opinion. Uh, Jared Goff looked great this year. I think he's going to look good again next year because the coaches uh, build a team around his skills instead of the coach's skills. And really, they bring in – I don't even know what they need to bring in. Maybe another running back because Jamal Williams is a free agent. I don't know if he'll come back or not. Um, All they need to do is not go one and six to start their season yeah. and they will be more successful <laughs> the they need to bring Lions some defensive help in there because yeah. their defense was pretty bad uh, they need a couple new safeties in my opinion um and probably a solid corner if they can get a which i know will be impossible but a sauce gardener type corner in the draft oh that, yeah, that team's team. gonna be yep. be much better so their first pick has to be secondary help well, and I, I, I think if they're going to keep building, they have to also look at the running back position because I don't think Jamal Williams is going to be able to keep going at the rate he was. But DeAndre Swift obviously isn't the answer. Jamal Williams is getting older. So I do think they're going to need to pick up a running back as well. But they finished the season 8-2 and two there over their last 10 games um, and ended with a winning record, 9-8. and eight. So um, hats off to the Lions. I'm excited to see what they do next year. Running back's tough there because there's a thing called the Barry Sanders curse. They can never have a good running back there. They got to break it. Uh, All right, next team, the Minnesota Vikings. 
One o'clock Kirk took them to 13 and four this year. Their offense is isn't too bad. Their defense is putrid. Uh, they're going to need wide receiver help. They only have Justin Jefferson. Um, they're going to need a lot of defensive help on this team too. I think they're going to take a. I think they'll be second division. They'll probably still be a playoff team next year. But are they, they done with go Kirk? Thirteen and four. Are they, are done, they done with Kirk? No, no. They just recently they just signed an extension to him. I I didn't know. I I don't know what his status is. No, he'll probably finish. He'll probably be well either finish his career there or play more years than he has to and go to the Colts to finish his career. That's Good where man. Are the Jets? <laughs> or the Jets? <laughs> he almost. It was between the Jets and the Vikings when he was a free agent, but we couldn't get him. But yeah, I don't see. Uh, I don't see them having as hot of a year as they did this year. They won a lot of close games this year. Um, they had a first year head coach, so that was very impressive. We'll see how it goes. I do agree with the receiver help, and I do agree with stiffening up the defense. Probably they need to get more pressure on the quarterback. I don't think they got enough pressure on the quarterback last year. Yeah, they have no money in cap either, so. Uh, that's why I think this will be a low trade away Kirk Cousins for four first round picks. Oh, Boom. There it is. There it is. New York right. Jets would bite at that. All right. Let's go to the next division, the NFC South. Will we get a winning team next year? That's the question. Um, I'm going to say no. Start out with the worst team in the division. It's a three way tie. tie. <laughs> the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, boy, they need a lot. They don't have a quarterback. They're going to need one of them. They drafted Desmond Ritter. He was bad. They brought in Marcus Mariota. He quit on the team. So they're going to have to address that. Um, I don't – and out of free agent quarterbacks, I don't even know who's going to want to go there. I mean, if Derek Carr doesn't go to anybody, I'm sure he'll go there. Same with Garoppolo or Baker, but they're going to need to get somebody. I've Matt been Ryan's seen, coming I've, back, boys. <laughs> from from what I've been seeing, um, it was Garoppolo to the Falcons and Carr to the Texans, but that, that's what I keep seeing. So I don't know what, what how much weight that holds, but I've seen it a lot. Yeah, I don't think I don't know about Carter. The, well, I doubt he'll go to the Texans the way they treated his brother, and they have the second pick. They'll probably take quarterback. But uh, they got a good running back. They drafted a running back this year at a thousand yards, Tyler Algier. Yep. Um, receivers aren't. They have one good receiver. They have Kyle Pitts, who's in overhyped tight end, but he's okay. He's healthy. Defense didn't play bad this year, but uh, they're not going to be very good. They're rebuilding. They need a quarterback. They need a lot of help. Yeah, they need a lot of help on offense and defense. Um, To win seven games, though, with that type of team, I don't know if that's a testament to maybe how good of a coach Arthur Smith is or if it's just uh, they're in that division and they have to play all those teams twice. (laughs) I think a lot had to do with the division, yeah. Yep. Uh, the next terrible team in that division, the New Orleans Saints. Uh, again, I don't know who their quarterbacks. I mean, they signed Jameis Winston. I'm assuming who's that's their who coach going to be. Gonna be? Uh, who knows? Uh, Elvin Kamara is getting older. He's still there though. They don't. Uh, Marquise Colston's probably not going to be there. He's hurt. Hey, all the time. they still have the number one wide receiver of like 2019, Michael Thomas. Baby yeah, hasn't Zeppler played a game since. Since the, they signed him for all that money, and he hasn't even played a game since. <laughs> He's played like he played two games this year or something oh, like that, and got sorry. hurt again. Sorry, but they got Remember Chris Olave. He had like hundred catches. That was amazing. He had a great <laughs> year, one year, one of the best years ever. 
Uh, Chris Olave is still there. He's good. Their defense is okay. But they're same as they're going to be. The, I mean, they're going to be just like the Falcons next year. Yep. Six to eight win team at best. Good thing they're in that division. I don't, I don't have know. much more to say about the Saints. I would be interested to see if Sean Payton doesn't land a head coaching job and he sneaks his way back in there and they step down Dennis Allen, to be honest with you. I wouldn't be surprised I, by that. I would be surprised by that because one of the reasons he left is he's doing just what Sean McVay's doing and uh, with the Rams. He's just – he traded all their picks away and – moved all the salary cap around to bring all these players in to go on these long runs while Drew Brees was there. Now it's all caught up to him. They have no money. They have no yep. draft capital. That's why he got the heck out of there. He knew it was going to be a sinking ship for a few years. You're saying he urban mired the situation out of there? <laughs> I think he is the originator of it. I think... Uh, You're saying urban Meyer Sean Payton his way out of there. Yeah, he didn't... Well, he was a good coach, so that's the difference. <laughs> Sean McVay is Sean Paytoning his way out of oh. LA. Yep. Gotcha. Uh to the next seven and ten team in that division, the Carolina Panthers, another very messy team. They hired a coach that was very bad in Indianapolis this year as their head coach. So I don't know what they're doing there. They really don't have a quarterback. They have Sam Darnold. Yikes. You don't know Yikes. what they're doing there? Bold prediction by John. Frank writes in Andrew Luck's back, Carolina baby. (laughs) I will bet you whatever you want to bet on that one. Uh, This team might be the worst team in football next year, in my opinion. They have a lot of holes, and they got picks, but no quarterback, not a good coach. Not sure what they're doing there. Uh, then the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, a lot of moving pieces oh. here. Well, I see One, TB. I thought that was the Tom Brady Buccaneers. Is that not, is that not what TB uh, stands for? I don't think oh, it's okay. going to be called Tampa it Brady It was anymore. the Tampa Brady Buccaneers until uh, they gave it uh, to Todd Bowles. And then, ugh. Uh, and, for, and Brian Leftwich was the scapegoat of the season. They released him saying it was his fault, which kind of was because the offense was yeah. totally different. But uh, eight and nine is all they could muster this year. Tom Brady either is going to retire or he's going to go to the Raiders or Niners, I'm guessing. And Niners uh, look real good right now. I don't know what they're going to do at quarterback. They're going to have to bring somebody in, a free agent. That would be a good place for, like, a Derek Carr to go to, in my opinion, with the weapons yeah. they have there. Be about, or Jimmy Garoppolo. play for the most unmotivated coach of all time. Yeah. Uh, great place to go. New York. Terrible in New York, too. <laughs> Other than that, they actually have a good team around it, except for their offensive line. So offensive line and quarterback, but if you don't have those, you usually aren't very good. So And Leonard Fournette will probably be gone too this year. Yeah, they got to figure out their offense. They got to get a running game, so they got to get an offensive line first is what I would do. You got to rebuild if you're Tampa Bay. You're going to lose Tom Brady. You got to rebuild, get a better line, get a, get, a, get a good running back, and then find a quarterback, you know, find a mid-tier or some young guy to prove himself. So here's the bottom line. Not one team in the NFC South has hope. All four will be losing again <laughs> next year, and one of them will be going to well, the playoffs. One of them will be going to the playoffs at 3-14. and 14. <laughs> I think if a Derek Carr, and they if they brought in another a good offensive lineman, and Derek Carr went there, I think Tampa Bay could be 9-8 and eight instead of 8-9. and nine. 
eight and nine and go in. That's that's where they're at. It could be nine and eight. Seven and ten and make it. <laughs> <laughs> One uh, of them has to go. Go to the next division, the NFC West, the Arizona Cardinals. Now, here's a place that is one of the front runners for Sean Payton to land. And I think if he went to that team that could totally flip that division and they could be one of the best teams in the division with Kyler Sean Murray. Payton, he's like, I need another tiny quarterback. <laughs> I thought, I so I thought Drew was tiny. I need tinier, okay? I tinier. I couldn't win Super Bowls because Drew was too tall. <laughs> I need yeah. somebody smaller. Kyler Murray can run, though, is the, That's right. is the good thing. Um, there, There's talk about them trading DeAndre Hopkins. Trying to get cool. some uh, first-round pick for him. I would not do that. I wouldn't either. I wouldn't either, especially if you're getting Sean Payton. I'm sure he doesn't want them to trade. If he's, go- That's probably part of his talks. Um, but they do have some good young receivers there. But DeAndre Hopkins is just – he's just one of those guys that can make any he quarterback changes, He changes the playbook. He changes what What if what they trade for the do. Giants for their first-round pick? You know what I mean? That changes the whole Giants' outlook. They get a DeAndre what? Hopkins on that team. I mean, yeah. what happens if... I no, mean, that'd be Saints, smart for the Giants, but I don't think it's smart for the Cardinals. The no. Saints won a first-rounder for Sean Payton, I believe. Like, what happens when no team wants to give up that first-rounder for him? That's the other issue here. It's there, not, there can't just be, go don't be dumb. Give it up. Don't be dumb. Give it up. Look what the Patriots did. They gave up a first-rounder to get Belichick. It was the smartest... Like, you, you can forget about whatever you have to get get rid of to get one of those coaches. The Patriots don't think twice about it. Just did it back in the day for Bill Parcells. was the best thing they ever did because Curtis best Martin followed him did. the next year. Yeah, yep. it was great. But, uh, yeah, if they get Sean Payton, they'll be good. If they don't, I don't know who their coach is going to be. Ugh. And they have a lot of question marks. They got an I older mean, running back. They want it to will DeAndre. not be Taiwanese Cliff Kingsbury. It will In not my be opinion, the Cardinals already won the offseason by just firing Cliff Kingsbury. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you. Thank you. Thank you. He is a terrible coach. I mean, I mean, a good. I'm I'm excited to see if a good coach goes there with uh, with uh, Kyler Murray since he's on my fantasy team. Lincoln Riley. <laughs> The next team, the L.A. Rams, went from Super Bowl to one of the worst teams in the league. The third worst record Terrible. in the league. <laughs> Terrible. The, Terrible. They had the, it's a record, the worst performance for a Super Bowl winning team the next year. I think the only Super Bowl team never to make the playoffs going to the next year. Winning team. And they not only didn't make it, they were just terrible. Uh, Matt Stafford already announced he'll be back. Cooper Cup will be back from his injury. Aaron Donald will be back from his injury. The uh, only thing probably he'll be cut back. Allen Robinson, I'm guessing. He was the terrible. only thing Stafford will be back doing is competing with Baker Mayfield first starting spot. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Baker Mayfield. I think Send Baker's me back gonna, to Detroit. <laughs> I think Baker's going to be a fill-in for somebody out there. Uh, but they, they're another team. They have no picks. They have no money. No. What what you see is what you get on that team. So they're they spend be... it all for that Super Bowl, and then the devil said, "Okay, it's time to pay <laughs> yep. your dues. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Pay your dues back." The devil went down to L.A. And he was the devil went down to L.A. and he made the deal with the Rams. Yep, they didn't play the fiddle good enough. Uh, so they they're probably going to be not as good as San Francisco next year, but they might sneak into the playoffs if they're healthy with Stafford and Cup. 
Now, Ryan, you, you had an inter- interesting thing you said about Sean McVay once. I don't think we'd ever let you fully say it about his head coaching record. What was that again? Every other year. He's only good every other year. He went in there. He was awesome that first year with Goff. They went to the Super Bowl. He was terrible the next year. They said it was because of Goff, so they traded him for Stafford. And they went to the Super Bowl, and now he was terrible again. And the past two years, he wanted to quit, even. Yep. Like, I don't know. So what you're saying he's is overhyped. the Rams are winning the Super Bowl next year. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> oh, they, they might go to it, the way he's going. They might go to it. What we but, do is we suck. We suck here, fella. So then nobody has any expectations on us. And then we win it all. The only problem is they just don't have any anything to trade anymore. That's the problem. Yeah. Nope. Gave it all uh, away. Speaking of a team that made a very good trade this year, the Seattle Seahawks traded Russell Wilson for the Denver Broncos first round picks the next three years. And they pay dividends because they're going to have a top 10 pick this year and their first round pick. And, big question mark, they have to bring back Geno Smith, which I fully think they will do. He's a free agent as well. Um, this team, they brought in, They had a very good draft last year. They can set up for an even better draft this year um, to get some offensive line help, maybe a little better defense. Um, this team could be really good next year if Geno can do what he did this past year. I feel like I'm going to have to put all of the blame on Russell Wilson. So I've never been a Pete Carroll fan. I did not like him it with Seattle. I I sit there. I was like, I don't mind Russ. Russ leaves. I'm watching Gino and Pete, and I'm like, man, Pete is just such a good coach. Look at how good he is. I hate Russ. Look at Russ and the Broncos. The Broncos are terrible. I think I just hate Russ. Uh, Pete actually won me over a little bit this year, um, and I was putting all the hate on Pete, and I shouldn't have been doing that because Pete showed he's a good coach. I see why the players like him. I'm never going to like – I'm never going to not hate somebody who chews gum like that. I don't care how good of a coach he is. You guys I'm ever see the, uh, the Jim Gaffigan skit? And it's about, like, when you're getting old and you're really old and you look lost out there, you know, and you're just shaking and you, you just have this look of bewilderment on your face. And you're like, <laughs> I, I shouldn't be here anymore. That's Pete Carroll, man. You look at him and that's what you see. And somehow he should still be here and he should still be coaching. I think that's he's right. the oldest coach in the NFL, I want to say. He's yes. in his Come 70s, I believe. Yeah. And, you know, keep riding it, Pete. <laughs> yeah, they're still good it. for next year. And to uh, finish off the NFC, the team that lost today, the San Francisco 49ers, and uh, their biggest question going to next year is, who's their quarterback going to be? Is it going to be Trey Lance? Is it going to be Brock Purdy? Are they going to bring back Garoppolo? I don't know what they're going to do. If they went to the Super Bowl, I thought for sure that was going to be Purdy. I think they should have Purdy as their quarterback. I think they could trade Trey Lance and get a first-round pick for them. That's what I think they should do. Without a doubt, they are going to be bringing in a veteran quarterback. Without a doubt, for if that happens again, they have somebody armed and ready to go. Now, will they ride the veteran depending on who they get, or will they ride with Brock Purdy to see how he keeps producing? So it can go multiple ways. Watching the game today, I'm thinking in my head, hmm, they're going to go after Tom Brady. They're going to bring him in, and he's going to teach Purdy how to be a champion in that one year that he's there, and then Purdy's going to take over after that. That's how I see that going. 
they do that, that means they're trading Trey Lance to a team this offseason. Yep. yep. Which I, at this point, I don't think is a bad idea at all. No, it's actually a pretty good idea. No, I don't want him. <laughs> but like somebody like Washington would love him. Atlanta would love him. Yeah. Atlanta Carolina would love, would love him. Yep. Tampa Bay would love him. Ooh, there we go. There's a lot of teams that would take him. Little give and get there. The Raiders. There's a lot of teams that would take him. Yep. Uh, but they're going to be the Niners. No matter what they do, they're going to be a uh, the one of the two best teams in the NFC next year, probably again. Yep. Kyle Shanahan just needs to learn how to coach in the playoffs, man. It's been his yep. Achilles' heel since he's been there. Great Should season coach. Once once he gets into the playoffs, something always falls apart. Should have daddy in his ear telling him how to do stuff, make tough decisions. Daddy, <laughs> uh, Mike or uh, his dad is an advisor on that team, so he could uh, probably do that. Well, he needed you today because you would have been like, "Give CMC yeah. the ball, yes. just hike it to him, and just let him do something. Him. Let him and Debo throw it around. Let them have some well, yeah, backyard fun, and let them go score. That's what they do." Those guys had to have been able to throw the ball better. Run block or pass block and go. <laughs> yep. <laughs> just run it. I just run it every time behind Trent Williams. We're just going to keep running over here. But Or he got kicked out of the game, too, I guess. Yeah, going to do that. Oh, my gosh. We Undertaker didn't even talk about slam. that brawl. That brawl. I'm looking at Big O 71, and I'm just like, I saw the slam, and then I watched it in slow motion. He looks like a giant. He looks like a... He is a giant. He looks like a... Oh, from Moana, the Rocks character. Um <laughs> What's his name? Why can I not think of his Maui, name? Maui. Oh, Maui. He Maui. looks like Maui. He's just yeah. this big, Yo, wide Maui. And he grabs that guy and just slams him down. I was like, oh, you're gone. <laughs> you That's when if you're that thing. player that gets slammed by Trent Williams, you're on the ground. My neck, my neck, <laughs> my neck. I'm taking you to court. <laughs> I think all San Francisco is trying to do at the end of that game was uh, ruin Philly's chance in the Super Bowl and try to get players. Suspended. I think they were too, to be honest with you. Yeah. And I was happy to watch it because I knew the Chiefs would be going. So come on, baby. All right. Cronies, tune in next week. We're going to do a very in depth on the Super Bowl. We're going to look up some prop bets that Vegas has. That's always fun. Talk about the I don't even know what the halftime show is, but I'm sure we'll talk about it. And uh, we'll, we'll do the AFC. Off-season review. Till next time, peace. We out of here. Thanks for joining us today on the Manchild Chronicles. You can find us on your favorite social media platforms at the Manchild Chronicles. Don't forget to join us every Friday for a new episode. That's all for now. See you next time. <laughs>